this week we are diving into something a bit different and um throughout our past episodes we've really been trying to inform guys a lot when when it comes to this whole situation with covid and the likes and so this week we decided to do something outside of all that just to try and take a chill pill from all the news and uh, all that everything all that has been happening and so this is what we're gonna do um, we're trying to encourage guys, we're trying to encourage you guys to reach out, call a friend, even if it's one friend a week, and actually just randomly find out how they're actually doing um, yes. in this season. Because all of us are going through very many different um, very many different challenges, and uh, you never know what your friend could be going through in this season. Some have lost jobs, some of their businesses have gone down, others may have even lost a loved one in this season, and they can't even bury them. And... Uh, or uh, were not able to do their wedding, whatever the case may be. And so yeah, what we're going to do is we just want to encourage you guys to just reach out, call a friend, see how they're doing. And so today I decided to call my friend and to understand <laughs> some random, intriguing, humorous stories from um, some of the things we have um, from our past, um, some past experiences. They don't have any specific theme of any kind. The whole purpose of this conversation is just to take a break from all that you've been hearing, all the news you've been hearing. And if you happen to draw a lesson from it, well and good. Even better. Right. It's it's good what you're mentioning because uh, I was joking with a friend of mine that e-corona, this period of quarantining and self-isolation really favors introverts. Mm-hmm. And the extroverts are really having a hard time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There was even a friend of mine, an extrovert friend of mine who we were speaking with uh, a few days ago. Can I imagine meeting Moni Lisa? I don't know if I got Any the things we like, when was the last time Josh somebody's hand? The, it, it's I think I don't even know. The things like it's we just, take for granted, yeah, handshake. It's take for granted. Yeah, it's easy. A sneeze is almost like the equivalent of mentioning a bomb in an airport or something. Yeah, like you can't even. Can't afford such And all cause somebody ate a bat in China. In a new manga. Are you mentioning it time and time again, Paulus? It always, always asks me, Maze, but it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, and so um, basically, so I'm gonna start. All so, right. so I have this. Um, so when I'm thinking about this episode, I had this story in mind. This is the first thing that actually popped in my mind. I don't even think so. When um, for those who are listening, um, when Timo and I started the podcast, it actually just started with us just sharing stories, basically, and having conversations. Also, the whole. Um, but the entire um, podcast revolves around conversations and yeah. those conversations which used to be stories and we used to find that in the midst of our stories um, we used to draw a lot of uh, interesting lessons and yeah. so here we are and so there's a story Timo that story I'm pretty sure I've never shared with you I don't know why I don't know how it's yeah, never come up in a conversation <laughs> <laughs> I just sit I just my worst experience with a client ever. Like there was 
Um, for those of you who are listening, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a graphic design consultant. But um, I started this about let's now it's going on about nine. It's now nine years now. This is nine years now. Hey, my this. friend, you're a veteran in the industry. Nine no, this years. So when I started it, I didn't really have a defined uh, field, so to speak. And so you see, you find you, you do posters here, you do logos here, you do videos here and, and all that stuff. And so in the midst of this whole journey of mine, I, there's a period in time I started doing videography. Now, when I was doing videography, I started doing, um, like I did weddings and, 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 and whatever jobs came my way at the time, I did. That was some years, some years, years back. Just you did it. some, you filmed somebody's wedding. Yeah, hey, I did weddings. Hey. Yeah. Hated oh, okay. it. I hated it though. <laughs> and so there's this particular, this particular time to move well. Um, a friend, uh, a mutual friend, um, referred a job to me personally, um, a videography job. So there's this particular lady. I won't disclose too much of her information, but let's just say she has um, a high standing in our society, and it's not a function of wealth; it's just a function of authority. And so, how high? Um, the journalist in not, me. Not, not political. Let's not. Let's not okay. political. UN okay. kind of vibes. UN okay. kind of vibes. Yeah, okay. UN kind of vibes. And mm. so, and so this lady, um, the niece was going to do her graduation. She was going to do her graduation, and she needed somebody to do some videography for her graduation specifically. And so um, she was decently wealthy, and so I think she felt like she can just hire one person to come and um, and, and just shoot the whole um, occasion for her, but all focusing on the lady herself. And so that's where I came into play. And so the first thing how, was... How, how long had you been shooting by the time she was hiring you? Probably like uh, two or three years or something like that. I'll, I'll probably a decent amount of time, three, okay. four, five years or so. Yeah, a, I, I can't remember exactly how long, but it was a good amount of time. And so, um, when I was called, the first thing that I should have known as a sign not to take the job is the fact that the guy who referred the guy who referred. Uh, hard to me is a photographer and a videographer and he was very capable of doing that job and for whatever reason he chose not to do the job <laughs> red flag number one I should have asked why he was not doing the job himself but, but here I was but I never did I did I never did I um lady just called me told me that um so and so referred you to me um can we meet and so she told me to go to her place. So she stays, she she lives in Riverside. And so I went to Riverside, um, went to her place. I met her and I met the niece. Now, the first things first, this lady was not welcoming, not friendly in any way. So I started negotiating the part. So she told me, first of all, I knew I was coming to do a videography job. She told me that. I want somebody to take photos and videos at the same time. I want one person to take videos and photos at the same time. I told her, I'm not a photographer, I'm a videographer. So no, 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 no. I want you to take photos and I have to take videos at the same time. Now, the thing was this, I had come all this way to Riverside from my estate to come to, to get this job and I needed money at the time. And I said, okay, fine, I'll figure out a way. 
And so I decided of to get doing a camera. Both, of doing both photography both. and... Yeah. Yeah, so I decided to get a camera. So I got a camera which actually can do both. So you can be shooting video and take photos as the video is going on. So it's like, okay, to, to write down like a, a contract on paper. And you agreed and she gave me a deposit for it. The money that she wanted to pay me was way less than what I wanted. But because I felt like I invested so much time actually coming all that way, I said, mm-hmm. like, what the hell? You want to leave empty-handed. Yeah, like, let, let's just do it. So fine. So I, I I come back. Um, so I don't remember how long. I think it was a week later or so. Um, that when the graduation was going to happen, and I was on a Saturday. I I remember. So I get the, I have my camera all set. I'm ready to go. I in the morning. So she the, the first thing first she told me. She, I think she called me the day before. And she told me, um, I want you to be here by 6 a.m. in the morning. So the graduation is at nine, but she wanted me there by 6 a.m. I don't know why, but at that time, I don't know why, but she said, okay, fine, be there by 6 a.m., fine. This time I was staying, I was staying in Eastland. And so on Kafkatao, I got to, I remember by the time I got to town, it was like 5.45, like 5.45. In the morning. In the morning, it was like hey, 5.45. Pass out one at my friend. Pass out one at <laughs> That lady called me at like 5.45 and she's telling me that I'm late. She's like, yo, where are you? Where you? And then now she's not Kenyan, she has a really heavy accent. And so she okay. calls me, it's like, where are you? Where are you? I want you to, like, like you're gonna be late. If you don't come, I'm not giving you your money. So she said, if you're not here by six, I'm not giving you your money. I am like, okay, fine. Um, it's fine, I had agreed to be there by six, let me be there by six. So I was in a mat at the time, I was waiting for it to fill up. But I got out of it, I decided to take a bike. So I saw my backpack. From town all the way to Riverside, I want to take a bike. So, Kapanda bike Naishia. Now, on the way, um, this is now just just getting close to six. All of a sudden, a car uh, appears behind us. A car appears behind us, and it starts hooting. It starts hooting. Peep, 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 peep. I'm like, hey, what's wrong with this guy? She just moves. Watch as that car comes and swerves to our side, and it's cops. These cops are telling us, slumber, 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 slumber. I'm like, hey, okay, sour. So we pull off to the side and they stand. <laughs> we pull off to the side of the bike and they stand. These cops come, the guy, he come out of the car with guns and be like, yo, you know I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna do? The guy, they start risking me. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they start risking both of us, me and the me and the motorbike guy. I was like, yo, I said, I said, I start opening the bag, they're checking what's inside. I was asking, well, what is this camera, who's it for? I'm like, yo, I've had a camera, the, the receipt is in my bag, um, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to shoot something. Where are you going to shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that questioning me, and I told them, I'm going to do, I'm a videographer, I'm going to do a job, I'm just here at Riverside. Like, okay. Uh, that's why they freeze me, they've lifted my shirt up, they freeze me, and I'm like, yo, okay, fine. So it finishes, they let me go. They, they be on the way. After a while, I, I realized it seemed like there was a robbery that happened. Um, I think oh, so around that time, thought, and it's all, uh, they thought it was maybe the guy hit on a bike or something of the sort of the backpack, okay. and that, like, okay. so I said so that was um, that was that. And so that should have been them or anything. Ah uh, no no no, that should have been flagged number two to go back home. So, <laughs> but Josh still continued. Josh still continued. <laughs> and so I went. So I finally reached Riverside. I reached at around six. And this is what happens. When I get there, the lady had had a bus to carry her family to 
to um, to the school. Um, the school happened to be um, at the sides of Thicker Road, and so she had had a bus for me to to go there. And so I I wait in the bus with the driver. I get dashed to him, which tells me to go wait in the bus with the driver. And I sit there and I wait. I wait there for about an hour, an hour and a half for her to get mm-hmm. down from the building. When she told me to get there by 6 a.m., others I'm not going to get paid. I should have just as come together by 7 or 7.30. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that. So I was quite irritated. But I just sat there and waited. So eventually what happens is uh, the daughter, the, the, the niece comes down and she says, tell the driver, yo, I need to go to the school. Um, my, 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 my aunt has told me to you drive me to the school. You'll come back and pick them. So in Riverside, I have to go with her to the school and come back. And I'm not going to go there and 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 it with her and take photos of her when she's there. No, how she has to go there because I rehearsed. So the whole time <laughs> for like for like three hours, I literally did nothing. I had no job for those three hours. There was no need for me to be there to take photos or any videos. So we go all the way and come all the way back to Riverside. And then now we pick her up. Now we come pick the family up. That's this, now what time? Uh, that's around now. It is going towards nine. It was probably going towards nine or so at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's, so I've stayed about two and a half hours doing absolutely doing nothing. Doing nothing. Oh, but see. It was just a very... Uh, I was in the water. So basically, what happened is, so we, so long story short, to shorten it, we get to, we get to the school, and when you get there, I'm entering with the camera. Right, happened with the guest of honor that day, and so um, when I got there, the security guys told me you can't take videos or photos here. There's no way you can do. It. And so I tell the lady, hey, um, I've just been told that I can't take photos or videos. Like I don't care, you find something to do. That's what she tells me. Just somewhere, she like shushes me away, just to go away. So like I remember, she's a she's a, she's a she's a high-ranking somebody in our in our, in our society. So she had a special sitting. I had nowhere oh. to sit. Even the family went somewhere. I don't know where they went, but I should just do. But I, from where I was, I can see where she is. So I'm at the back. I'm at the back, back. It's not how graduations can be so big. Some at the very back. I can't see where the lady, where, where the guy is seated. I can I can see the lady from afar. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm like, okay, fine. I decided to just um, remove my, because I started seeing guys taking videos and photos. I said, I'm here. So I take photos, random photos and videos. And then I waited for her name, for that lady's name to be called so I can take a video in that specific point. Sabasi. I got what I got to Kamaliza. Now, see, when you're done, mm-hmm. I'm going to look for that lady so we can go with her. Um, mm-hmm. So we can go with whatever. So she told me that in the afternoon they have a luncheon. It was in a ranch in Machakos, but I didn't know that at the time. And so I go, I find this lady, and she tells me to find her, her niece. I get her niece, uh, and then we go to with them. So I go look for the niece, niece of the entire crowd, and then she disappears. Mm. and they went and they left me all of them <laughs> so the niece go found the aunt the aunt a bad, bad day on the, the job hey. the aunt got, they got into the car she went the bus went and they totally left me they forgot i was even there i'm like yo what's happening here so i called the lady and i'm like 
um, you guys have left. See you you have sent me. You have sent me to get your niece. I didn't find her. I come back. The bus is like, Joshua, I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to give you your money. What's wrong with you? She's not calling for herself to make all this all manner of noise on the phone. She's like, wait there. I'm sending the driver back. So she sends her driver uh-huh. to come back. She sends her driver to come back and get me. So now, we go with the driver and they're heading towards Machacos. I get there. I got that late, much, much, much later because those guys are going way ahead. They've already started eating, so I'm hungry. Um, I'm pissed. I'm already I'm, I'm quite irritated. This lady is being so rude. Uh, she doesn't like. She doesn't like. She doesn't even. Uh, I, I was starting to think she doesn't even understand why she's hired me to do the job. So I get there and I start, and I wait for what next I'm supposed to do. So this is an important place. I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to take out the camera now. I'm not sure if I should. I should eat. I don't know what. But I didn't care. So this lady didn't care. She didn't. She she found me. Mm. She didn't let me sit there at at eat or anything. She just said, "Yo, answer, pick a picture, whatever." Answer job. Answer job. So I take photos. I do my thing for as long as I possibly could, and I chill. So I didn't ask for food. I didn't. I just. I just chilled. I didn't ask for water. Nothing. I just chilled. Mm. So eventually, those guys saw me, and then there's some the, the waitresses gave me some food and all that. Mm. And so um, afterwards, after it was all now, when it was all said and done, mm. um, it was about now in Machacos. Um, I don't have my own car. I don't have my own means of transport. Mind you, that time Uber was not in Kenya, mm. and. Um, so just normal taxis, and so I couldn't even call um, and just. So this is what happened. So I tell the lady, um, it was about, it was going towards nine, eight. At nine. night now. Night now, and I have there's no sign of how I'm gonna go back. It seems like this, uh, the the lady and the niece are gonna stay there or at least maybe overnight. overnight. But yeah. I, the other guy, the other guest, are leaving. So I the lady, I'm like, um, I need to leave, but I don't know how I'm gonna go. Just like, like me, I don't care. She tells me, but that's not. She just the problem with me. I don't care. She just find your way back. I'm like, how am I gonna get back? You don't know who brought me. I was like, I don't care. You figure out a way back. Then I get, I get pissed. Then she tells her one of her guests, "Ever look at him? Look at him getting pissed off." Let me just look ah. at him. She literally mocks me like that. The woman guy, look at him, look at him getting pissed off. I was so that wow. time now, like. I convinced him because I was like, wow, this is horrible. And so I don't even remember how I even got a ride, but I don't remember how I got a ride. Because I late night eventually got drunk. Um, so story young, I don't even remember. I don't even think she cared much about it all, but I was so... Oh, Did you get to, to edit the videos, so, photos, so and did so she I, pay you, most important? I, so, I, so, I <laughs> so eventually, I got back. I got back home. Um, but I finished the job. So I went ahead, I did it, and I delivered, I delivered it. Um, she complained about the work. She complained about what I did, what I did but she, she paid and we finished. I remember I saved her number. On my phone as do not pick. I literally said I'm, I I will never pick that phone. I remember she called me another time and I never picked that phone again. I was like, I thank God I saved it so I do not pick it. So <laughs> number one thing that I learned the number one thing that I learned from this thing was a list to instincts. Listen to your instincts. The moment you get that, because the time when they started negotiating, I felt very off about that whole job. She had a very off vibe about her. I don't know what it is, but I had a very off vibe about her. We were not in being, we did not click at all from the start. From the word go. The, from the start. So 
aside from just following instincts, the number two thing that I learned, there's money that is just not worth it. Worth um, it, exactly. It's just, was, it's, was the pay good? <laughs> the pay was not... Let me tell you something. There was, honestly, I don't think there's any pay that could that be, was worth that that's just worth that work that was worth the the treatment that was worth that whole day what i've said was a very short was a very condensed thing but in the midst of for somebody for starting out in in, in in the line of work you just you're a young guy just trying to hustle and to, I, I i felt that being treated as a human being is very important and that day i did not feel like i was treated as a human being at all and, i didn't uh, like your face maybe <laughs> No. Yeah, that was that was just the one thing I had a very that was the worst experience I've had with any client, honestly speaking. I thank God I've never so ever since then my, my instincts have defined. I'm able to sense a little better uh, when I'm getting a when I'm getting to a raw deal or a bad deal. I'm able to know that this yeah, money is simply not worth it. Because that's, that's what I wanted to ask you. Have you ever then, since that incident, have you ever like turned down a job? Because I have. you just felt, uh-uh, something is wrong here. Now, the thing is this. One thing that I, uh, one, one, one principle that I learned is this. Um, you'll find that the place where you tend not to agree is so now you agree when you talk about payments. And so when I start feeling a bit off about somebody, and they're really insisting on on um, what's it called on on paying me less, paying me less. I just refuse. That that actually makes a lot of I'm like, nah, I, it's just I don't want it. It's not worth it. I came and learned that later on that um, for whatever reason, um, it's just my personal experience. But I feel that guys who negotiate the most tend to be the most troublesome. That's what I've seen in my round of work. <laughs> Honestly speaking, the guys who negotiate the most, hakuna. The reason, you know why? Those guys mm. don't see the value in your work. They don't see the value in your work. You see, like for me, I'm a creative. So the value that I, the value that I charge is the value that mm-hmm. I know I can bring. So it's what I charge and I bring. So if you do not mm-hmm. see it, you won't value it. And so if somebody keeps negotiating and negotiating and negotiating and trying to bring it down, they're simply saying, yo, I don't value your work at the level what you what you're saying on honor. And so my question is, why do you still want to do the work with me if you don't value it? See, mm-hmm. you're that trying to you're trying to just get. It's just trying to be being kind of. I don't know if it's being mean or, or what it is, but I learned from there that um, if somebody truly values you, there's no problem in negotiating. But there's a certain level where it just looks to me, no honor. And so yeah, that was that was my day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back again next week with more such stories. But for now, we'd just like to encourage you to reach out to your friends, your family, your loved ones, even your bosses and your colleagues to just see how they are doing in this season. You might be surprised that your phone call can make a huge impact in their mental well-being. So be your brother's keeper. Let's get past this season together. Stay safe.